Hello, this is Eden on Camo H889 The Bridge, back with my show, Garden of Eden. Wow, okay, if you're listening to this episode, you're in it for a unique one, because this is not going to be very planned out. This is not what I had planned for this week. I, ju- I don't really know what I'm going to say yet, but I need to rant. I need to rant about politics in the United States and everything going on right now and how crazy the world has become because I think it's relevant and I feel like, yes, I'm going to be getting political in this episode, but I'm allowed to get political every once in a while. So, oh gosh, I don't even know where to begin. I So, over these past few months, I've been so aware of everything happening in our political climate, there, all of the movements that have been happening, everything coinciding, everything becoming politicized more so than I've been in my entire life and of course when I was younger I wouldn't have expected myself to be as involved and aware as I am now but I think that even if this election was happening four years ago I would have known a ton about it just because I've I don't know it's this is gonna sound like I don't know not necessarily selfish it's gonna sound super privileged and I am super privileged but I feel like I've always kind of walked through life with the privilege of of not having to wonder how politics will affect me. And I know that for so many people, that's not the case. So I'm so lucky. And I am by no means complaining about being afraid of having things affect me. But I still feel like I'm allowed to share my thoughts on it because I am human. And everything that's been happening has definitely been making me feel really down lately in a lot of different regards that I didn't expect. So, I mean, I guess fast fast backward to Black Lives Matter springing up early summer. I don't know, probably like June and July, I would say. It started picking up a lot of traction with protests. And that was kind of like the first thing that started leading to like polarization between parties and highlighted issues in, in politics and with our president. And then coronavirus and mask wearing and people not wanting to follow regulations and that becoming like politicized and then fast forward later to the forest fires in California and Washington and Oregon and that becoming politicized because people in power don't overtly say that climate change exists all of these things kind of piling on top of each other They snowballed and were especially reflected in the presidential debates. And I don't know. I think that seeing the debate and seeing all these issues brought up in one place and these two candidates that have been talked about for months and months coming together and seeing really like right in front of us how awful things have gotten was super overwhelming. I got home from... I went on a run. I don't I don't run often. It was like my first run in I don't even know how long, like a month. And I got back and I was so sweaty and I was ready to go get in the shower. And my mom had turned on the debates and they had been on for like 15 minutes or something. And I sat down and was just glued to the couch. And I sat there for the entire rest because I didn't want to shower and miss even seven minutes of it. Because, oh my gosh, it was like watching reality television it was crazy and it was terrifying and oh my god there's so many things brought into question surrounding it that it's hard to even unpack 
So my family is very left-leaning. Both my parents will be voting for Biden in the election. I would consider myself a Democrat, pretty, pretty dang liberal. And I do understand that I have to check my biases. Like, when I'm watching the debate, when I was watching the debate, I was thinking in my head, how in the world could anyone support this man? How could anyone support Trump? How could anyone see what he's saying and be on his side? But then you have to think about it from the perspective of there are probably many Trump supporters watching from their homes saying, how could anyone support Biden? How could anyone see the good in this man? Why would anyone want him to be in charge of our country? And so I do find myself falling into the trap of being kind of a part of the political polarization, saying like, there is no common ground, like you are a bad person if you don't agree with me politically. Because honestly, one of the things I've been thinking about lately and trying to check myself on is for some reason over the past few months, I've grown to see conservative and liberal as bad and good. And not only is that totally wrong, it's not like the only political parties that exist are super far-left Democrats and super far-right Republicans. That's not the case. There are so many people that fall in between, and there is common ground between everybody. But because of all of the chaos, I've found myself... If, if say, I was confronted with someone who's a hard conservative, diehard Trump supporter... I'm immediately, I think of them as lesser of a person, could never relate to me. How could they think that? Their opinions are absurd. And that's only me contributing to the problem. But then you, so I know that so many people probably relate to me, whether you're listening to this as a conservative or a liberal or Democrat, Republican, somewhere in between, wherever you fall on the spectrum, whatever your beliefs are, I think we've been conditioned over the past few months to to be like that to think how I caught myself thinking because this was completely reflected in the presidential debate the way that it was oh my gosh I will say that was literally the worst debate I've ever seen in my entire life you I mean there's you can't fault one person. You brought two really, really heated candidates together and you knew there would be tension. There was so much building up to it. But the way that it was moderated and the fact that the entire thing was just two people speaking over each other, it was brought up repeatedly. Both of your administrations agreed on two minutes for each candidate to talk, so you have to respect that. But then Chris Wallace saying that and then not enforcing it. And in a debate, you set a timer... Each candidate gets gets two uninterrupted minutes, and that's that. You don't spend two minutes for each candidate talking over each other so you can't understand what's going on. No one can take anything out of it, and then you carry on like that for the entire thing. I mean, so basically what this election comes down to are swing voters in swing states. And what my mom was saying is... It was super problematic because people who either don't know who they're voting for or don't know if they're going to vote at all probably turned off that debate in the first 10 minutes. Can you imagine being like, hmm, I guess I'll give it a try. I guess I'll see what's going on. Turning it on and hearing two people just just going 
at it with each other, no one being able to get points out, not understanding anything. And oh, yikes, I need to take a chill pill. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna calm down a little bit. I think the debate frustrated me a lot and that my mom and I and my dad watched the entire thing. But at the end, my dad said that if my mom and I weren't watching the entire thing, that he wouldn't have watched through. And he's super politically involved. And that's kind of a reflection on how it went. It was a disaster, to be frank. And there's so many arguments like Biden performed well. He obviously won the debate. Or the argument like, Trump um, achieved his goal of getting swing voters to not want to watch it anymore. He showed that he was strong. Biden showed he was weak, blah, blah, blah. I guess I don't even know. I don't really know how politics has come to this. I don't, I just, I don't know if it's a harsh reflection on our society or a mixture of unfortunate circumstances all coming together to create this absolute I can't swear poo show then I I, I said I gave the disclaimer that this episode is going to be all over the place but then political polarization due to so many things like I talked about Black Lives Matter climate change coronavirus and also I'm gonna do I was this was actually my plan for this week but I'm gonna hold off until further weeks so that I can prepare for this more but bringing social media into the mix so okay (laughs) I hope that this isn't super confusing to listen to I'm trying my best Uh, this is what happens when I don't have a plan but social media is basically what helped the Black Lives Matter movement spread and brought awareness to our political climate and probably got a massive crowds of people involved in politics who wouldn't be otherwise because it's so easy to share information, share campaigns, places to sign petitions, education. But on the flip side, it is a catalyst for spreading misinformation. So because I live in Seattle and I would consider Mercer Island to be pretty left-leaning or at least the opinions that are broadcasted that are on the table that are shared are usually liberal Democrats. I think I see sometimes I see misinformation as really conservative opinions being spread on on Facebook, um, conspiracies, QAnon, um, groups being made to to like foster these uh, opinions on conspiracies that are total fake news, kind of like groups to egg each other on. And in the past, like in the past, I've kind of seen misinformation and fake news as something that comes from the right and that's not true i need to check myself and see that that there is fake news coming from both sides the the news that i'm being fed through instagram and facebook and in general on my search is being tailored to me the reason why i'm seeing all these articles that i agree with is because the algorithm is designed to feed me information that I agree with that supports what I've liked, what posts I've interacted with, people I've interacted with. So it's so hard for anybody to know what's real and what's fake. So the the social media, social media is great for spreading awareness and bringing political issues to attention, but it almost gives fake news and misinformation a platform to exist and spread and 
then oh my god it just it gets so confusing because I'll see a post and be like oh my gosh Trump said this and this and this that's horrible that's only gonna like worsen my opinion of him he's the worst guy ever and then on someone else's feed who whose algorithm is tailored more to a conservative opinion will see like oh my gosh Biden said that and that and that and he his son did this oh my gosh Biden is the worst person ever how could anybody support him it creates this atmosphere of either agreeing with the information you see and having it further your opinions and also shy away from the other side and create more separation or you're just conditioned to believe everything is fake news which is just as bad because then if there's an issue brought to attention that is super important there's always going to be someone saying this is fake news this isn't real and oh opinions aside this is a problem for everybody and I just I don't know how it could ever change which is why it makes me so emotional and stressed and I find it like feeding into my uh, into other parts of my life because when something this stressful is happening that is impacting everybody it's hard not to think about and it's hard to do other tasks and carry on with work as though everything is normal because it's not normal so like Trump said himself in the debates that he thinks that the the mailing in ballots and the voting will be fraudulent and that he thinks that things will be miscounted and ballots are being destroyed and that he thinks that the results of the election if they basically if they work in Biden's favor and Biden becomes president that he won't accept it he didn't overtly say that he would accept it and I think no matter which candidate wins it's gonna be really bad if Trump wins the reaction from from like marginalized groups and other movements like the Black Lives Matter movement and people fighting for climate reform and even coronavirus, how how Trump wants to reopen schools, that side, it's going to blow up. It's going to be absolutely insane. But then if if Biden wins and Trump says that he won't support the decision and transfer the positions easily, then that's going to lead to mayhem on the conservative side it just seems like no matter what happens everybody can't win and that's the most terrifying thing it feels pretty dang hopeless right now and I know that in in times like these it's super easy to lose hope and say things will never get better this is the worst because never in my life has there been a time when when so many bad things are happening at once when so many major headlines are coinciding I think it's reassuring to remember that this is a really hard time in history and politics and because everything is happening at once right now it feels like it will never end it feels like things will never get better but it always gets better like things always come back up things have a way of working themselves out I still have confidence in the United States. I know that as a country, we have overcome so much and that if we are able to come together and fill these gaping holes that have been created over the past few months and really the past year, that we can really do anything. We can overcome this. I don't know. I think it was good for me to talk all of this out. It's hard because it seems like I'm being like, and this bad thing, and this bad thing, and this bad thing. There are good things happening in the world, too. 
I think I'm also really good at spiraling in conversations like these. So I'm going to cut myself off and end with a good news story because I I don't know if people have heard of John Krasinski's Some Good News. He started it during coronavirus and it's basically this news show that he has on YouTube where he talks about good news and happiness and positivity that's happening in the world. So I'm going to kind of play off of that and talk about this news story that my mom and I were looking at last night that we got a total kick of. Okay, so this is a news story from two days ago, and it's all over the news. I'm referring to an article in CNN called Parrots in Wildlife Park Moved After Swearing at Visitors. (laughs) So basically, there's this British wildlife park in London where all of these parrots were moved. They were donated. And just a few days after, they started swearing and they wouldn't stop. And they were they were yelling these expletives at all of these visitors until it got so bad that they had to separate the parrots and temporarily move them because it says it just went ballistic. They were all swearing. The venue's chief executive, Steve Nichols, told CNN Travel on Tuesday, we were a little concerned about the children. Oh my gosh. And their names are Eric, Jade, Elsie, Tyson, and Billy, which I just think is so funny. They were given to the park by five different owners within the same week and placed on display together. They just egged each other on and wouldn't stop swearing. And then my mom and I, we thought that this was so funny, especially because there's been so much bad news. For some reason, this story stood out to us and made us so happy. We looked up on YouTube videos of these parrots swearing And oh my gosh, it is the funniest thing you will ever see. It's these, first of all, they're British parrots. And what I didn't think about is that if parrots in the United States have American accents when they speak, British parrots have British accents. So it's basically just these parrots swearing with British accents. And if you need something to boost your mood, just look up videos of British parrots swearing. It is so funny. Brace yourself because some of the stuff they see is pretty dang profane. But I think it's hilarious. So anyway, that's my good news story. I would love to have gotten to be a visitor at that zoo and experience firsthand five parrots swearing at each other. But anyway, I hope that that helped end this episode on a pretty good note. Uh, Usually my content will be a little bit more planned out than this. But every once in a while, I need to have an episode where I rant about current events and what's happening in the world because that's really what's been on my mind lately. This has been Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge with my show Garden of Eden, which you can tune into every Saturday at 10 a.m. And you can also listen to my show anytime on Spotify if you just look up Garden of Eden and Sort by Podcasts. But I hope you have just an amazing, fabulous, glorious rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in.